just for grandparents once their children are grown. It only has a small kitchen, two bedrooms, and a bathroom. This one has been here for many years. You're right. It does look dilapidated. Come on. Seconds after Kara shut the passenger door, an old woman stepped out from between tall rows of corn. She stared at them as if they were aliens, and Kara wondered if her mama really did know these people. The woman wore a long burgundy dress and no shoes. The wrinkles covering her face looked like a road map, with the lines taking on new twists as she frowned. Though it was July and too hot for a toboggan cap, she wore a white one. Grossmame Levina, ik bin kuma pasuha, ik hop odi kera mitgebrosht. Startled, Kara looked up at her mama. What was she saying? Was it code? Mama wasn't even good at pig Latin. The old woman released her apron, and several ears of corn fell to the ground. She hurried up to Mama. Melinda. Tears brimmed in Mama's eyes, and she nodded. The older woman squealed, long and loud, before she hugged Mama. A lanky boy came running from the rose. Davina, was is let's? He stopped short, watching the two women for a moment before looking at Kara. As he studied her, she wondered if she looked as odd to him as he did to her. She hadn't seen a boy in long black pants since winter ended, and she'd never seen one wear suspenders and a straw hat. Why would he work in a garden in a Sunday dress shirt? He snatched up several ears of corn the woman had dropped, walked to a wooden wheelbarrow, and dumped them. Kara picked up the rest of the ears and followed him. You got a name? Ephraim. I can be lots of help if you'll let me. You never picked corn before? Kara shook her head. No, but I can learn. He just stood there, watching her. She held out her horse to him. Isn't she a beauty? He shrugged. Looks a little worn to me. Kara slid the horse into her pocket. Ephraim frowned. Can I ask you a question? She nodded. Are you a boy or a girl? The question didn't bother her. She got it all the time at school from new teachers or ones who didn't have her in their classes. They referred to her as a young man until they realized she wasn't a boy. Lots of times it worked for her, like when she slipped right past the teacher who was the lavatory monitor and went into the boys' bathroom to teach Jake Marrow a lesson about stealing her milk money. She got her money back, and he never told a soul that a girl gave him a fat lip. If I say I'm a boy, will you let me help pick corn? Ephraim laughed in a friendly way. You know, I used to have a worn horse like the one you showed me. I kept him in my pocket, too, until I lost him. Kara shoved the horse deeper into her pocket. You lost him? He nodded. Probably down by the creek where I was fishing. Do you fish? She shook her head. I've never seen a creek. Never seen one? Where are you from? New York City. 
My mama had to borrow a car for us to get beyond where the subway ends. Well, if you're here when the workday is done, I'll show you the creek. We got a rope swing, and if your mama will let you, you can swing out and drop into the deep part. How long are you here for? She looked around the place. Her mama and the old woman were sitting under a shade tree, holding hands and talking. Across the road was a barn, and she could see a horse inside it. Green fields went clear to the horizon. She took a deep breath. The air smelled delicious. Like dirt, but not city dirt. Like growing food dirt. Maybe this was where her horse took her when she dreamed. The cornstalks reached for the sky, and her chest felt like little shoes were tap dancing inside it. She should have known that if her mama liked something, it was worth liking.